Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Hey, guys. It's another episode of Awkward Sex in the City. That means it's Wednesday for you. It's not for me as I am recording this. It's actually Friday. Um, I rarely record on Wednesdays, actually. I always kind of feel like I'm lying to you guys when I'm like, it's Wednesday. And it's like, bitch, no, it's not. (laughs) It's Friday morning. Um, Or whenever the fuck you're listening to it. Who knows if you actually download on Wednesday. And that's fine if you don't. Don't worry. I'll live. Um, it's actually raining today, too, very hard, uh, and I'm not even sure if I'm going to keep this intro-outro because I'm not sure how much I'll be able to hear the rain. I couldn't do it in my bedroom because it's it's hitting against the fire escape too loudly. It sometimes hits on the air, the AC in the living room where I am now. Just can't just paint it, you guys, a picture. But it's actually, like, one of my favorite types of days. Uh, it's obviously fall, um, and... In New York, I feel like every year there's like one or two like rains, like heavy rain days where um, it's like a kind of like an official transition into the next season. And I feel like this is one of those days where like tomorrow we'll wake up and it'll be sunny, like very, very sunny, but there'll be just like a whole sheet of leaves on the ground, red, orange, yellow, but also like a lot of green that won't make it through the rain. Um, And it's very pretty. But I don't know. It's weird. It's been, I don't know about you guys. It's been weird watching the seasons like through your windows in like the living room. Our windows face directly onto the street and onto these like really pretty, um, I think they're ginkgo trees, which if you live in New York, you know how much ginkgo tree seeds suck. They smell so bad um, when they burst. Someone told me they are were a gift from either um, Japan or China. And... Um, One of the reasons why we have so many ginkgo trees in New York City is because they can absorb so much water, um, so it helps with flooding, and they really can withstand a lot of pollution, and supposedly they suck in pollution, I don't know, and someone was like, that's why the ginkgo seeds smell so bad, it's because it's like pollution, they truly smell like death, like you're always just like, ugh, when you walk by them. Um, I don't know if that part is true, like that's why the seeds... Uh, smell that bad. Um, but it is true that they were a gift. I just can't remember what country they were from. Um, and that's why we have a lot of them because they do so well in um, like cities because of pollution and they can take all the rain. Also, they can change sex, um, which is funny because like I think only the female trees are the ones that have the seeds. And so I think they actually plant more male trees than females, but they can switch which like I love, like I love transitioning in nature. It's just so natural. Um, none of, this isn't a solo episode. I have a fucking guest uh, for this episode. Again, I go on these weird tangents. I've just been staring at the tree in front of uh, my apartment. Today we have Angel Yao and she is so sweet and so funny and so interesting. And I'm because I've just rambled on about trees, I'm not gonna ramble on too much longer. Um, it's a really good episode, like I always say. I, I I pride myself on 
on these episodes, on these um, conversations. And uh, I know you two are going to love her as well. And in the link, in, not the link, the, the, uh, in the description of this episode, you will find links to her art. There is actually a mini doc of her on BBC, The Hurtful Truth I Never Told My Parents, which that link will be in the description. And also for her stop motions, she makes a lot of stop motions and like, they've like made me cry. They are so beautiful and just so, like just so in her voice and just so interesting. And I know you're gonna love her in this episode and I will see you guys on the other side. Um, well, so the first thing I've been asking people since March uh, <laughs> is, how are you doing? Um, how okay, is life? I guess, yeah, it is weird because I feel like I felt like it was, I'm fine with like being inside all the time because I am an inside person. <laughs> um, but then I think being an inside person all the time uh is like extra negative when there is no where to go like you know usually I have my outside time when I commute or you know any little things like that but it really does take a toll if you're not you know like forcing yourself to go out at all uh yeah absolutely yeah the the first I had like I did like 14 days straight uh inside because um I left a Trader Joe's and I was like, there's probably a good chance I have been like exposed and we didn't know anything yet. Mm-hmm. And I did like, like it a little too much mm-hmm. at first. I was like, yeah, this is like, this is amazing. But then I was shocked when I realized how much I miss like my commute or like mm-hmm. miss like reading a, like mm-hmm. a, like a book on the train or listening to podcasts. But, um, and now with this like impending, like second yeah, yeah, wave yeah. shit <laughs> happening, I'm just like, who oh, God. Yeah, it's the just summer, like unpredictable. Summer I guess. was so, so nice. You're, you're just like, I don't know. So, <laughs> like, you don't know how you're feeling. I guess it's like hard to check in with yourself. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you live with your partner, correct? No. So how yeah. how has that been going? Um, it's, it's if you good. don't mind me asking, um, it's it, it is nice to be together all the time. So so you're not like, what is he doing? You know? <laughs> it's like I know. What and we haven't, we're lucky enough where we do have some space in our apartment. So we're not like on each other's like necks all the time. Um, so it, there's no like, yeah, there hasn't been any like annoying things. Um, but we do both work at home. So that's been a little bit hard sometimes um, because of like being together, but also, you know, we're both working. So it's not really a lot of college time together, even though we're physically in the same yeah no I totally get that I I don't even know like I can't even imagine I feel like that'd be so hard and like stressful to be like stuck in the same place working you probably have to take calls too at the same time sometimes and like Mm -hmm. that's a lot I am very impressed by everyone working remotely especially when both people are working remotely I'm fun employed so I'm just kind of like bugging him uh when he's working remotely which is uh real great for our relationship but uh (laughs) But I know what you mean. Like I, uh, I would like have to. He'd have to be on Zoom all the time, so I would be like in the bedroom, and then I'd just be like, "What are you doing? Like, what's happening now?" And he's like, "I, I cannot do this right now." <laughs> yeah. How long have you guys been together? Uh, for a while. Uh, we've uh, we we our anniversary is in July, so um, it's been 
seven years. Oh, wow. Wedding anniversary. <laughs> oh, your, your oh, wedding anniversary? The, yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Oh, my God. Holy shit. That's amazing. Okay. I know. It's long. <laughs> <laughs> Time flies. How? Oh my God! I I'm so sorry. I didn't realize you were married. How? How did you guys meet? What are your tips? Anytime I find out someone's married, I'm like, what do you do? Like, what do we do? Um, let's see. We we were friends in college, uh, but we weren't. I think we became closer senior year of college, and then but we were just friends. Um, and then uh. I so I I'm from New York City, but um, I lived in LA after college just because you know I needed to get away from home. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, uh, my husband now moved to New York City because um, yeah, a lot of our friends were either LA or New York City because we were all in like the film. Um, we all studied film and art and all of that. Um, so then whenever I would like visit New York, uh, just to visit my parents and friends, I would kind of bump into him at like our mutual friends parties and stuff. And then it kind of uh, grew from there. And then, so we actually had like a long distance relationship for a little bit. Um, and it was like the beginning of it. <laughs> it was like very like, <laughs> yeah, um, and then, and then finally I had to move back because of him and also my parent, you know, like everyone was here in New York City and it was kind of like time to move back home in a way. Did you, um, how long did you guys stay long distance in the beginning? I think almost, I want to say like a year kind of. Okay. Maybe less, but, um, cause yeah, in the beginning it was like, you know, one of those undefined relationships. So I was like, oh, this, it's nice to have someone without like having someone in a way, you know? Yeah, totally. Um, and then, and then as I visited more, like we kind of made it, um, uh, we solidified the relationship. I used to be um, very against long distance relationships. I was always just like, oh, there's no way these last. But now like as like doing the podcast and like meeting so many people, so many people started out with long distance or like are still in like Jess Henderson and her girlfriend are, mm-hmm. uh, New York and I think she lives in Vancouver and they've you know they make it work and mm-hmm. and I think it's a really good um it's kind of like what you said like it was good to have someone but not have someone there all the time it mm. sets up like really good boundaries in the beginning um because I'm someone that like I kind of start to like drop everything to be with that person mm-hmm. and so to, right. yeah. and that's never like good like you, people shouldn't do that <laughs> um oh fuck I had a question oh did you like LA I'm a snob I don't I've never been but I hate it well, I, cause I, we had to like a, um, study in LA semester in college. I was there for a, a semester in college and I, yeah, it was, it was one of those things where like, I hate it, you know, cause, <laughs> cause especially being a New Yorker and, and like having people say, oh, LA is not real and all of that. So I was like, it's true. <laughs> but then, <laughs> um, but then I think because a lot of my friends moved there um and because I needed to get away from home and I felt like comedy there was a bit more free I guess I want to say like it it I felt at that time at least um I felt like 
I was able to do my like alternative comedy or like uh, characters or anything that um, it seemed like a little bit more open um, and supportive in LA and New York was more like stand up and you know like this is everyone's you know <laughs> yeah I just felt yeah like it was it did feel more supportive in LA in that sense I, it didn't feel like fake <laughs> I would have never guessed that I would assume that LA would have been like no to anything kind of alt and and New York would be like yes the weirder the better because uh listeners Angel is like an amazing like stop motion artist and just like tells like these very cool stories within stop motion and it's very unique and like beautiful too like and poetic the last one that I saw you did like I think I cried <laughs> it's like I can see the little stage in the background and I'm just like oh I remember that oh, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> um okay that's interesting I would have never known that I'm trying to yeah I don't yeah I'm trying to think if it's like the time or if it because I was like in my early 20s where it felt like you know like everyone like kind of we're growing together in the comedy. So, but it, it felt that way to me, at least. <laughs> and so when you were in LA, were you always in a long distance relationship or did you date a little bit too? Yeah. Um, we, I just, yeah, I guess my history is I've, I was one of those people who were like, I'm never dating. I'm just gonna, you know, do whatever. Um, it's like either, uh, like I didn't want to define dating. I definitely like, um, you know, kind of like got closer to like male friends and then like slept with them or whatever, but not really dated them. And that was my way of being like, I'm one of the guys, you know, like it was one of those <laughs> chain of thoughts where I was like, I'm a guy too. Um, or like be their girlfriend. Like it was one or the other. Like I didn't want to go through that like dating uh process I guess because I felt like it was a waste of time so it's either like a physical thing or you know they're the one and you're gonna be their girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever I totally get that I went through those <laughs> thing. I went through the same exact thing in college where I was just like I'm one of the guys I'm just gonna fuck right. all my friends it's yeah. like really fun when you're shitting where you eat like with your friends and like with guys that you mm. work with Exactly. Yeah. Um, I like would like learn later through like just like therapy and like growing up that I was just very afraid of the vulnerability of dating, mm-hmm. um, which like obviously like you get over it like now that you are like in a, a marriage of like seven years, like seven mm-hmm. plus years, if July, uh, you get through that. But I was very like I did not like to let people in for a really long time. I was like very afraid of it. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, because um, yeah, I really only had three boyfriends and one of them I married to so like that's my <laughs> history and and the other two are like yeah one was in college and one was when I was in LA um and I didn't I think for both of them I was like less than a year you know and then and then now I'm married <laughs> and then yeah so it's like and then I did have a lot of like in between people which you know it was one of those like flirty physical thing but it wasn't like a relationship um but yeah, I I don't. It's probably not the best route because you know? <laughs> then it's like I didn't really learn. But yeah, I, I think the same thing too. Like, I think it was me being afraid to open up and being rejected. But in my head at that time, it was just me um, being like, I you know, it's a waste. It's it's me. I'm you know, like it's a waste of time. I I know what I want. But I probably didn't know what I wanted. Yeah. Well, it's like it's almost eerie. Um, we have like such a similar like like dating story. I too um, 
technically only three boyfriends engaged mm. to the last. Mm-hmm. One was like two months in ninth grade. <laughs> one was this dude that like was like this weird long distance thing that we never labeled until the very end. Mm. And then like literally like broke up like 24 hours later. Um, <laughs> so I guess four and then like a really bad relationship. And then like Aaron, who I'm with now. And like, I don't know about you, but like, I've always just, I've always been very weird. Like I always knew at a very young age that I was like a very weird kid and like a weird girl. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. like, uh, I went to like a very small middle school with like a graduating class of like 14 and then went to a public high school that had like a graduation class of like 600 or like 2000 kids, like all together. And I was just like, oh, I will not be accepted in this world. And so I totally like mm-hmm. went inward rather than being like, uh, just like, fuck it. Like, this is who I am. I was like too, too shy. And I don't even know where it switched. Like I used to not even be able to do any sort of public speaking. And then one day I was like, no, I like this. And it just like, it was like a very <laughs> weird switch, but it was, there was something in just being like, I don't look like all these other girls that these guys are dating. Like it's never going to mm-hmm. happen. So why even try? It was like a mm-hmm. defense mechanism. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's something that you felt the same way. Yeah, some, like I definitely was also shy and um, felt, uh, yeah, like an outsider all the time. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, even when I was little, I and and part of it was maybe I I made myself an outsider. Like, I just and it, it's probably totally. the same thing. Like, I didn't want to open up. Probably, I was just like, um, oh, I'm not like them. I'm just gonna eat by myself. And even though they're probably like, you know, like I could probably have eaten with people but in my head I'm like I'm a loner I'm no I feel bad about this you know a hundred percent like a thousand percent like did the same shit I love this yeah um and then you know with date like I felt like yeah like in elementary school people started dating and I was like and in my head I'm like you're kids like this is ridiculous <laughs> like you don't know what love is you know like that's in my head your children <laughs> that was part of it yeah even though I'm like the same you know I'm like the same age but I knew like they were too young to date and it's like it didn't mean anything <laughs> but I don't know if it was just me being cynical or of me really knowing like they're gonna you know my experience is like the people that were weird as children were also very wise as children. And that just sounds like it was a very wise, like, oh yeah, this is not going to work out because you are nine. Like how, (laughs) how will this work out? You can't. (laughs) Yeah. And there's so much trauma. I was like, why are you putting yourself? (laughs) You're nine. (laughs) There's always like, he, I don't know. I don't even know what, I, yeah, <laughs> I didn't even know what the drama was, but but yeah, it's it, it, I felt like it was like a lot of people were because that was the thing to do, or it was like cool, and I was like, you're just forcing yourself to do this because it's cool. <laughs> yeah, one of the last kids I babysat, he was um, in middle school last year, and he was like definitely dating more and so I'd be like what do you guys like do like do you guys go on dates like do you guys like talk all day in class and he was like actually like we ride the bus together and she won't sit near me and I was just like (laughs) I was like what is this then (laughs) and so I was like why don't you talk to her in person and like he he did that I was like ask her to sit with you at lunch and then he did and he was like Natalie oh my god it was amazing and I was just like I don't understand like what you guys think dating is then if you're like not even like talking to each other face to face and that I just loved it so much. I love how dumb kids are. Like, I love how dumb and how mm-hmm. smart they are at the same time of just like mm-hmm. learning these new like social skills. 
really mm-hmm. feel really bad that kids don't really have that right now for like at least like mm-hmm. the next year. Yeah. It's yeah. I was yeah, I was wondering like how I would feel if I was a kid like how I would do, I guess, if if I was like a kid now. Mm-hmm. Like because yeah, there like a lot of my I think what helped me social wise through maybe starting through middle school and high school was like American online, like chatting. Yes. <laughs> so I'm like, maybe I would excel because everything's on the computer. <laughs> Did some of my best flirting via away mm-hmm. messages. Yeah, um, sure. <laughs> what was your screen name? It was lame um, because it was like a shared family account. Oh, shit. Okay. (laughs) So it was, but my parents didn't use it at all. It's just when we first got it, we're like, let's, you know. So it was like a combination of my family's name. It was like the first two letters of our first names. (laughs) I think my mom came up with it. So it was uh, K-A-S-U-A-N-A-P. Okay. Which yeah, so it's like K-A is my dad's name, Kang, and then S-U was my mom's name, Sun, and then A-N was Angel, and A-P was April. So it's like... <laughs> Did everyone ask you to explain it every time they saw it? I don't even... Maybe... Yeah, I don't remember them asking me. I think <laughs> at that time, it was just like, whatever, you know... <laughs> Whatever weirdo <laughs> names. Yeah, I wish I had like skater girl or like I don't know. Don't <laughs> like worry. I don't what was yours. <laughs> I don't think anyone had a good one. Mine was because I was trying to fit in was short BP, uh, which is was my high school Brook Point uh cutie oh six. <laughs> That was your always a cutie. <laughs> so now I miss AIM so much that I wish it would come back. Um, I know. Have you watched Pen Fifteen? Yes, I, I love it. It's, well, it's like the best show ever. I can't get over how good that show is. But the episode with AIM, I was just like mm. crying because I wanted to have AIM back again. It just is so good. I don't know why they ever got rid of it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, because. Yeah, now, like, yeah, before it was like, don't ever put your full name on any, you know, like people, and, but now we're just like, you know, our emails like, are our full name. Out there. <laughs> Did you do any chat rooms? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it was like a rite of passage that like women like, had to go underage into a chat room, say they were 19, yeah. have some dude like private message them, say they were famous. I had one guy that was like, I'm Cal Ripken's brother because I lived near Maryland. Um, and Cal Ripken was a very big baseball player at the time. And I was, I honestly kind of believed him. Uh, but luckily, never met like in person or anything. Yeah, it was, there was, I definitely had one or two, like I was going to meet in the library, but it didn't happen, which I was like, <laughs> like I was, yeah. <laughs> um, but also, I was, the weird like <laughs> so this is what I did um I would use um a picture of a celebrity but like in their like casual like I would try to find like casual pictures of them uh-huh. <laughs> and my go-to was Jewel <laughs> yes. so, so it was like I had a picture of her like just like lounging on like a living room or whatever and kind of pixelated uh-huh. So I would say, like, that's me. <laughs> so then it was like, 
Um, so they know, and then I would be like, I look like Juliana, like that kind of thing. Oh my God, that is <laughs> and, so <yeah>. smart. <laughs> it was terrible. Yeah, I was so bad. <laughs> I mean, I was really good at lying <laughs> and like making up things that have proof, you know? <laughs> yeah. Where was your computer located in the house? It was in like the living room, uh, like the corner living room area. <laughs> Okay. Um, but it was definitely like in a communal. Yeah. And then, and I think um, maybe in high school, it, that moved into my bedroom. Or we got two computers or something. So. But in like middle school, it's definitely in the living room. Interesting. And so very Maya Pen15, like communal mm-hmm. living room. Yeah. My parents put their computer, we only had one for a really long time, in their bedroom. Because they thought mm-hmm. that would keep us from, like, not doing anything crazy. Mm-hmm. But, like, the amount of porn I watched in their bedroom, <laughs> like, the oh, amount of God. chat rooms. Uh, and then it backfired on them when I would, like, because I was really bad about doing projects last minute. So then mm-hmm. I'd have to use the computer to print shit out at, like, Actually. 10, 11 o'clock in the, mor- yeah. in the evening. And, like, I would just be getting yelled at as they were, like, trying to sleep. Um, so then they moved it into, I was, like, our guest room slash, like like a workout room and then same thing just like so much porn like just like didn't care <laughs> didn't understand Wait, did you when did you watch it when it was in your parents room the porn <laughs> uh so I luckily was a latchkey kid um uh-huh. so my parents would I get home and my parents would both still be working and that's when I would okay, like okay. utilize <laughs> my computer time but I never understood how to like uh clear your history Mm-hmm. So there was like, they definitely had to know that I was because it was there. But my parents are also very computer illiterate. So they might not have ever, never known. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then my brother got a computer and he would let me get on it and like do aim and stuff on it too. Cause he'd be up later, but I would also watch porn on his computer. <laughs> but he, it's very embarrassing, but he's like really good with computers. Like I, I still don't know what he does. I just know he does something with security with computers right now and gets paid a buttload <laughs> but I would like watch porn and then like delete it and then he'd be like Nelly stop watching porn on my computer and I was like I'm not and he was like you I know you fucking are like you're watching he was older than me it's like you're watching porn on my computer and then I would just be like no no I'm not I'm not and then he'd finally be like like he would be like look if you're going to watch porn on my computer stop clicking the ads you're giving my computer viruses <laughs> and so <laughs> And that was like, that was like the compromise of like, I wouldn't click on the ads anymore. Why would you click on the ads? Or did you know they were ads? I didn't know they were ads. I was <laughs> okay. so dumb. I had no clue what I was You're doing. like, oh, a butt. <laughs> <laughs> just like porn ADD. You're just like, oh. Just like everything. I was so, I was definitely like addicted to porn for a hot second when I grew up. I was like, this is amazing. I love this. Um, and, uh, oh, fuck. I forgot what I was going to ask. Oh. Are you the older or the youngest? I'm the older. You're the older. Okay. So yeah, there weren't any, and I'm seven years older, so there weren't any like. There's no like, porn, you know, <laughs> yeah, porn, <laughs> cross, porn crossover. Cross <laughs> yeah. Good. Good. Does, yeah. Her name is uh, April. You said right. Yeah. Yeah. Does yeah. she also live in New York? Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. That's really cool to have everyone like in the same place, mm-hmm. especially during, especially during COVID. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys live in like the same like neighborhoods or like borough? 
Yeah, we live in the same uh, borough, um, and my parents aren't too far, like a few neighborhoods down. And um, my sister just moved to Astoria, um, but she she was a little like all over, and then she lived with my parents for a bit. Um, but yeah, she just moved in, uh, moved to Astoria with her boyfriend. So. Oh, congrats! <laughs> um, it didn't make I didn't mean to make that such a hard pivot. <laughs> I, I was like, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I always forget I smoke too much weed. So I always forget my questions. And so then I'll be like, <sighs> I remember it. Go now. But I have more to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> we can talk about it. I love it. Well, I just want to add, um, I did read a lot of porn when I was like, little. okay, <laughs> then watch it. <laughs> yeah, I would watch it, but I think I get more out of read because you're like, exotic I, I think it was like exotic stories or exotic sexy stories or something. and it was just like I think it was just kind of like a blog where people just write about their yeah moments and um and because there's so many details and a lot of times it's like first person so then you're like in it you know oh yeah <laughs> so I felt like that got me going more than watch because you know like a lot of the point is just like they're naked already and there's no story <laughs> behind it and I do like I do love a good story you know? no I love a good story too like my uh story and like camera angles are like very important to me like I cannot do POV I hate it so much I never really read porn um uh one of the times my friends bought a what was it called a play girl Mm. And, like, the stories weren't that good in it. And then all mm. the pictures were, like, um, it'd be, like, naked men on a rock. And it was just, like, <laughs> so random. Right. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> um, but I would definitely, like, when I was younger, like, any, like, partial love story in any book would, like, totally turn me on. And I wouldn't understand mm. what was going mm. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think I would love like exotic like fanfic or like first person narratives. Uh, yeah, I just I got too overwhelmed by like actual video porn. Yeah, I, I do. Like now that you partial love stories, it yeah, I definitely like had a big imagination when I was little, and I, I do feel like I started, um, yeah like doing things when I was very young it's like one of those things where you're like I don't know but it feels and then as it goes on you realize what you're doing. <laughs> but like even like, I, yeah I just remember um you know like those Judy Bloom books or like those childhood mm -hmm. <laughs> and I I really loved uh Tales of a Fourth Grade Nothing I don't know if you remember. I never read that one but I remember the title but I never yeah. read it and it was just like a boy and, you know, like you relate to him and everything. And he also had like a little brother. So, and I remember looking at the cover and like being like, <laughs> and then started like, you know, rubbing myself, <laughs> just looking at, and I was like, probably in fourth, you know, like it was because I read that probably in fourth grade to relate. <laughs> to yeah, <laughs> totally. And then just imagining, what if I was in the story and, like, I became friends with, you know, like, things like that. Absolutely. Harry Potter got me. Um, J.K. Rowling is trash. But mm. the sixth book, I think, is is that the one where Harry and, um, oh, my God, I'm forgetting her name. Ginny, like, started, like, dating. And, like, she, like, uh, the author, I don't want to say her name, alludes to them, like, doing stuff, like, by the lake. And I was like, oh, yeah, like, I am here for this. 
this is amazing. I don't know what doing stuff is, but here for it. Did you, I feel like you were probably like me and I made a lot of like my beanie babies and stuff. Animals have sex. <laughs> um, definitely Barbies. Mm, okay. That's a good choice. Yeah. But, but that's mostly, I think a lot of it was just in my head. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I remember having like a real, like, okay, like tonight, this scene, <laughs> like things I would like remember in movies or TV shows or books. And then, and then me going off of like what would happen if this, you know, because a lot of like, movie, like even like Disney movies, like they don't, obviously they don't go into like make out sessions or whatever. But in my head, I'll take a scene from a Disney movie and then and then try to imagine if a makeout session happened, <laughs> and then that's how. And then I'll try to keep going. <laughs> Do you remember uh, in S- Simba and Nala in uh, Elton John's "Can You Feel the Love Tonight"? They have mm-hmm. like a very suggestive scene where she's like on her back yeah, and like, she's like, and she's like yes. <laughs> and we were probably like, uh, we were probably like second or third grade because I think we're like eight like our ages are very similar mm-hmm. um and I remember like feeling something being like what is this like <sighs> I love this uh which is why I get so mad that we don't teach girls that like I truly think girls are hornier than boys are like like mm-hmm. full stop like that's yeah. all I have that's my only sense like we're just like <laughs> we're just like hornier yeah, especially yeah earlier. Yeah, I, yeah. There are definitely like moments in that I look back and I'm like, oh. <laughs> for someone, <laughs> like you know, like very like risky moments, but you just had to, to you know. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, we're going to take a quick break and listen to this one ad that I know you're going to love. Um, and thank you for listening and thank you for being here and don't go away just yet. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free, and when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut. Melanie Linsky. I wonder what these marvelous things are that look just like boiled chicken feet. Jason Ritter. I can break things and pick locks and kill people. Michael Stuhlbarg. The whole point is to inspire people that they should make themselves better. Ari Grainer. No, don't whet its appetite. What are you, an idiot? Me, Justin Bartha. That's not just any egg cream, that's a Lemke's special. And all narrated by the hilarious Richard Kind. This is the story of Harry Dalowitz. 
and how he rose from nothing to become New York's King of the Egg Cream. So if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts. Um, I ask only just because I feel like it, cha- not changes, but it's a part of like uh, people's like sex journey. Um, did your parents give you a sex talk? You and April a sex talk? No. Okay. Yeah. Was there any like, like sort of mentions or it's just like, it was never talked about. There was no like, mm-hmm. wow. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah, no. Yeah. I don't think so. I mean, but <laughs> I do remember watching a weird, like, I feel like it was a one of those TV shows where it was kind of like like a docu series type show where like maybe it's identifying weird. <laughs> I, don't know. I just remember like um, there is, uh, there is a set section where they showed a family eating worm, like they were juicing worms and I was like, oh, this family eat worms, <laughs> and then but at the same like same show it showed like a car wash where women would be naked and washing the cars with their bodies and boobs. And, you know, and we would watch it, we watched it with my, like, I remember watching it with my parents and then they were just, they didn't like, they were kind of like, yeah, hide your eyes, but they weren't like too, like, uh, too like scared of me watching. You know, I don't know. <laughs> it's just like, <laughs> but yeah, but we never had like the sex talk or anything. Um, so yeah, I don't. Yeah, I, I feel like they didn't. I I feel like they they didn't want to talk about it because they didn't want to confront me being older. Um, but at the same time, they weren't like you know like too shy o- o- from it. So it's yeah, it was one of those. <laughs> Do you remember how old you were when you watched this like docu series? Um, young, like five. Maybe. Oh, okay, okay, so young. Yeah. Okay, yeah. How do you juice worms? <laughs> I just they yeah I just, they just like put worms in a juice. Yeah, oh, I remember just juicer. like them pressing. Yeah, and then the, and then liquid and then they would drink it, and we're like, <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I I gotta now I have to like find this. Yeah, I this TV show. <laughs> I will be googling this after we after we because that's that was because yeah it was that and then the car and I'm sure there was more other things but those are the things that that stuck in my head of watching it with my parents yeah I don't and then being first time like oh this we're seeing something naked together and they're not like you know yeah no when you said uh, juicy words I'm so but you you're focusing on the juicy words. no we will we will get to the car wash too I promise I have questions but I was just picturing like someone taking an earthworm and like squeezing it and like making it poop. Did you ever do that? I don't know if that would be like if you live in a city, if you'd have access to earthworms like I had. Yeah. yeah. It probably was killing them, but it was like, we'd be like, oh, we're making them poop. Um, so that's why I was like, wait, what? Do people do this? This is like on camera. Okay. But to the naked ladies, um, was it like, I'm picturing like a legit car wash. And so I feel like, I feel like that would hurt be like hit by those like things <laughs> no I, they were it was just from what i remember it was just in our like a 
in my head, maybe it was a photo shoot. Because now, <laughs> now it's, I felt like it was just like in a black room kind of thing. Uh-huh. And there was one car. <laughs> <laughs> And but there is a lot of ladies in there, and then you're some of the camera angles was inside the car, so then you just see like their boobs, like moving with soap. And I feel like they were wearing like cowboy hats. But I, don't know. I can okay, I can see this more now. I totally can picture this now. Yeah, um, I totally misunderstood. I thought they were like on like a thing going through like a car wash, and I was like, that sounds really there. Yeah, they were washing. The they were washing. Like, they are the. There, the car question. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I'm totally looking this up when uh, we get off. <laughs> yeah, no, it's very definitely like 70s, 80s. Like, feel like just from like how the look of the film. I feel like it was very like you know that like uh, what is it called the film. I, stock, you know, like the I want, <laughs> scratchy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say like film, film noir, and I was like, that's definitely not the right word. Uh, but yeah, it's like not, it's not as um, perfect. Not HD. Yeah, not HD. <laughs> I kind of miss that. I kind of miss like that, like grainy, mm-hmm. um, grainy. Was no, um, was it CGI? Uh, <laughs> There's something like very pure about like movies from yeah. uh, the like 70s and 80s. Oh, what did we watch? It was like called like the phone call or something, and like it's just like it's very grainy, and it's like very, it's very good storytelling. Like I feel like the 70s and 80s did a much better telling stories and not getting mm-hmm. like uh, caught up in the effects and like learning how to use the effects to tell a story. Where I feel like now a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. Is way more about the effects and what what right, they're showing right. or telling. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> that's not about <laughs> sex. Um, but you you have like a degree like in film, right? If I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Um. I I started with a regular communications degree because I was I didn't want to be like because I knew I wanted to be creative, but I was like, you know, afraid of like doing art, you know, whatever. And parents, of course, too. And I was like, communications, that's broad enough to do anything. Yeah, that's a smart but then, move. But then after freshman year, I was like, I got to go into film. Because I, I see all my friends doing the film stuff and writing. And I was like, I, I just got <laughs> to hone into my creative side. Parents, boomers are very afraid of the arts for their children. Because very similar uh, with my parents, they weren't like the coolest with me wanting to do like something artistic. And so I got like a journalism major, uh, mm-hmm. but it's called like media arts and design, but it's journalism. Mm-hmm. Um, and that made them feel better. But like, I like wanted to go to like NYU and I'm not from New York, I'm from Virginia. And they were just, I very much lucked out that my parents were like, you do not understand what 6% on 40,000 a year uh, interest looks like. You don't understand what you're getting yourself into if you did that. Uh, first off, to clarify, I got rejected by NYU, so no problem there. There were, <laughs> there were other schools out of state same that same. I wanted to go to. <laughs> but it was all the same. They all cost like thirty to 40000 a year. And my parents were like, you don't understand what that loan type of loan is. And so I ended up staying in state. And I uh, still have I have student loans. I got eighteen grand in student loans because of interning in New York for a summer. Uh, but mm. otherwise, I would have been like, no student loans. Um, 
And I, it, but it was like, it was a very like back and forth, like fight, um, which I'm not sure if that's how it was with your parents too, of like, I just want to be an artist. Um, and they're like, we want you to make money. Um, and I totally, <laughs> I did that thing where I lost my train of thought. I'm just <laughs> basically, yeah, people are very afraid of the arts for their children because it is a very, um, not money making spot for most <laughs> Like you not Yeah. I I had to kind of lie. <laughs> you had to lie? I didn't even I didn't or I didn't even lie. I just didn't tell them that I switched my major. <laughs> so <laughs> But then they kind of figured it out when I had to film them for a project. <laughs> oh my god. What did they do? Enough. They yeah, again, <laughs> I guess they're not very confrontational. <laughs> I was about to say they sound either very not confrontational or very just chill. Of like this is this is what it is. I don't, or maybe I just like blocked it out of my because <laughs> <laughs> you know they are like they definitely are strict and they we had like uh, fights in a way where they would be yelling at me and I'm not saying anything, <laughs> but um, but stuff like me trying to maneuver. I felt like either like. I was so good that they couldn't even say anything <laughs> or, or, you know, they just, they're just like, all right, I'll just let her be. You know? Are they, were they like, um, born and raised in New York as well? Uh, no, they, uh, they're from, my mom's from Hong Kong and my dad's from Guangdong, which is near Hong Kong, like just like Southern China. Um, and then they came to New York, my dad came to New York first. Um, he was like 19 when he was here and he actually he did he went to FIT for interior design um but then he couldn't yeah it was too expensive oh, um, and I think he was doing okay too like <laughs> I, I saw a lot of his like work in it it was like B minus <laughs> <laughs> and like C plus <laughs> so I think it was one of those he's like mm, I'll just not do it and then save money um because then he just got into like construction and just did like uh, random jobs here and there um because then yeah my mom uh she went to London first to study school and then and then she came to New York uh, with my dad for my dad I guess in a way oh, cool um and then yeah and then and then they just yeah and they're yeah they're both in their like early tw- 20s I would say or like yeah 19 and up uh when they were in New York so so they knew each other before they moved Mm-hmm. overseas how like do you know how old they were when they met each other um probably I guess yeah like yeah, I guess probably 18 or something like that oh wow um, in their teens but uh, I think yeah they kind of had a long distance relationship too because <laughs> I think um my mom was teaching English um and until they met uh, he was like a student um and then and then my my dad and play liked my mom first and he claims that he's never dated anyone but my mom. That is <laughs> which so I kind cute. of believe him. Yeah. I believe him, but it's like <laughs> and my mom like definitely dated before, but never had like um I don't think she had like intimate relationships with anyone. Um but she definitely said, you know, she had like boyfriends here and there before. <laughs> oh wow. Uh, yeah, I can't imagine like meeting the person I'm going to marry at like 18. 
like just remembering like how dumb I was <laughs> and then to move overseas and like be in a very new like to learn to like mm-hmm. to learn to I guess maybe that'd be cool to like learn together uh like as such mm-hmm. a new like uh place it reminds me of um have you read Jenny's uh, I think it's Zong Jenny Zong's Sour Hearts it's a uh, it's really good. It's like a, it's mm-hmm. fiction, but I think there's one st- story that's about her and her brother, but it's about, um, it's like, it's like six or seven different stories of like, um, of like Asian immigrants and like their kind of experience, like in, I think specifically New York city. Uh, and it's really good. And I was like, I'd never really, um, read from like that type of perspective of like an immigrant story, but just seeing how like so many people would like at such a young age, like mm-hmm. 18, 19, then move overseas uh, for uh-huh. college or, um, or go to London for college and then go from there. Um, it's very good. Uh, she has another book that I want to buy and I can't, I can't remember uh, what it's called right now. Um, but like, I just can't imagine that. Like, that's just, I feel so spoiled, you know? Yeah, now that you're only mentioning, I'm like, oh yeah, it's kind of crazy because <laughs> I'm so used to like hearing, you know, my parents stuff, and then I'm like, oh yeah, that's good. especially yeah, like my dad's relationship with my mom, like how that, like he was so like steadfast on that <laughs> at a young age, and then you know, doing all these like life changing things. Did he like making decisions? You know, like so early, like <laughs> yeah, like huge, huge decisions. Yeah. Did he ever go back to interior design after construction? Kind. I mean, like, um, he owns his own house and there and some like apartments. So I guess he's sort of designing it inside. <laughs> but it is kind of like, like, or just like looking at my parents' house, it's like, uh, you know, there's still wallpaper and there's, they love carpet, you know, like it's all, <laughs> all those. Zoomers <laughs> love carpet way too much. Yeah. And just like things all around. <laughs> like I, I gave him my Amazon account. So <laughs> my dad's just been buying things. Yeah. Just buying. <laughs> oh my God. I love this so much. I love this so much. It's like the opposite. Cause my mom, like my mom buys everything left and right. And she's the one that's like very like into like the, the design of the house. Um, my dad's just like, whatever. I love this. I love, I love like a man that loves interior design. Like I picture <laughs> your father watching like a lot of HDTV. No, I wish he did. Cause I feel like everything's coming in his mind. That's why it's like a little like weird, you know, like little not matchy. <laughs> <laughs> I wish like if he watched like actual interiors, I don't know what to do, you know, <laughs> instead of going like, I think this matches with that, even though they're slightly off this, you know, like they're the same color, but not really. <laughs> this like warms my heart so much. <laughs> Does her mom like care at all about interior design or she just kind of like whatever your father she wants? Likes, she likes things looking good, um, but I feel like my dad's too overpowering for her to have much of this. <laughs> gotcha. Okay. I totally <laughs> yeah. But they're both like, yeah, and maybe at that the same like that generation of like things have to be so matchy matchy you know like <laughs> like they wear the same like pants and shirts are the same color but they're not this you know they're not yeah. <laughs> the same color just like a, like different shades of green but they're just <laughs> do you ever accidentally match 
your partner, your husband, right before you go out? Sometimes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's like a thing. I think after you've been together like five plus years, because it happens with me and Aaron, mm-hmm. like we'll be changing uh, in separate rooms or something. Like I'll like it change in the bathroom and he'll be like in the bedroom. And then all of a sudden we're wearing like, we're both wearing like a Marvel comic t-shirt with like Adidas pants and Adidas shoes. And we're like, we can't, <laughs> like we both can't go out like this. Like it's one of us always mm-hmm. has to change. Yeah. Never been that, that much. <laughs> it's usually just like, oh, we're both wearing pink. <laughs> and that's it. You can't identify with you there. <laughs> You're like, no. That's weird. <laughs> Something that like I've gotten a lot of questions about from friends have been about like their like their specific sex drive within COVID. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, but like mine got destroyed in like April and March. Like I could not, mm-hmm. the idea of even looking at porn, something that I obviously love to do. I was like, no, I don't have the brain capacity yeah. for that. Uh, how were you guys in that like department? Again, we don't have to talk about this and we can totally cut it out. I'm very like, I'll ask like very like intimate questions. I'll be like, but we don't have to talk about it. <laughs> we don't have to, like whatever you're comfortable with. Well, for me, yeah, I think, um, yeah, the, not there especially in the beginning of like because there's too much going on in the world um and yeah maybe it's also the brain capacity of like not you know (laughs) having having space for it um but also the schedule like the time like I feel like in the beginning we we were definitely all sleeping late like mm-hmm. like the bedtime was definitely 2 a.m 3 a.m yeah but still needing to wake up early but feeling okay about it because we don't have to commute so like I definitely had times where I'm like waking up when I have to be at work and then just like being in bed and like kind of working with my phone just saying like I'm here and good morning <laughs> office but not really doing any work in the beginning hours yeah know? oh totally um so, yeah, it was, like, that routine of, like, just being tired and not having, not being in bed. Because I feel like a lot of, like, you know, the intimacy and those um, parts where you're, like, oh, maybe, <laughs> is when you're just, like, lying in bed and you're not really, like, tired and you want to, like, cuddle or whatever. But in these moments, it was, like, we're playing video games or we're just doing, watching TV until 2 and then, and then like, like slowly crawling to bed and then just like falling asleep <laughs> oh so it's like that um but then my dreams I feel like my dreams were definitely kind of active um yes. about like being into but but with like <laughs> I don't, it's like random people coming out in my dreams like I don't really have dreamt about like my <laughs> but it would be like I'm back in high school and it, it did feel like I'm creating like a TV show in my head. Because yes. a lot of times it's like um, I'm in high school or I'm in like a time travel spaceship. <laughs> or like the background is just very like TV. But then like um, the the boys I am interested in, they are boys. They're like <laughs> teenage boys, but I'm also a teenager, so it's okay. <laughs> And it's those moments where you're like, does he like me? Does he not? Oh and then we just like, kiss, you know, like those like beginning moments that I keep dreaming about. 
<laughs> I love this so, so like, much. Yeah, it's like sweet. And then, then I didn't want to wake up. You know, I'm like, I want to go back into this dream and like figure out what's happening with this fake fictional relationship. <laughs> and always at the end of the dream, I'm like, oh, I have to wear a mask. Like it always goes back to COVID. <laughs> you know, like I'm not wearing a mask. <laughs> Oh my god, I love it. I love how like intricate your dreams are. It sounds like they almost have like a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. You know, I'm like, I need to write these. Like, I feel like they could be actual like TV shows for like the CW or something. Yeah. <laughs> but it's really easy to write them down. I don't know. Well, or develop them. Well, like, I don't know about you, but like I will remember it perfectly. For like three minutes. Mm -hmm. And then the moment Mm -hmm. I get out of bed, it's gone. I can only see like, like Mm -hmm. blips of it. Um, Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. You bring that up too, because like recently um, my dreams have become much more like sexual and don't worry. I never dream about Aaron in sex, like, like in sex wise. (laughs) Actually, (laughs) I just told him about a dream. uh, (laughs) I had a dream that he died and then I started dating (laughs) one of his friends. And in the dream, we were like, this sucks that Aaron died, but like we get to be together. And I was be like, I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is like kind of messed up. I've had, yeah, I've had some scenarios. Like, <laughs> not like that, but definitely like they're, grant, yeah, grants in the dream, but not like, yeah, it's like a different situation. <laughs> oh, man. I love dreaming, actually. They, they're just, they're a lot of fun until they're like nightmares because I don't know about you, but like my dreams are pretty vivid. So like then the nightmares are also very vivid and you wake up and you think mm-hmm. you like just died. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I was telling Aaron uh, during COVID, I was like, my theory is that our dreams are us in an alternate universe and we're just like seeing blips of it. And then, but then he was like, as any man, he was like, I need the science behind this. And I was like, I don't have the science behind this. Like it's literally like a theory that I'm throwing out there. Uh, so like in theory, like when you're seeing yourself almost getting killed or like you are murdered, that was like an alternate universe you or a different universe you actually just dying. And you were just like there for like the very end, which is like very dark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your face like kind of drops. <laughs> we were watching, we were watching Legion at that time. I think you ever see mm. Legion? Mm-mm. It's very, it's very good. And it's very trippy and mm-hmm. it has like time travel in it and like different, like, mm-hmm parallel universes so i was like that's probably yeah. where this is coming from but have you watched a uh, russian doll <gasps> so good uh yeah so good that's, another, like... that's a very good like different like <laughs> parallel universe one yeah um and i never like they explain the science in them and i still never get it and, yeah. right <laughs> yeah there's a lot of yeah shows n- now that explains the science of it. yeah explains quote <laughs> unquote like, okay <laughs> Oh yeah, Russian Doll was so good, and like I know we won't get a second season, like we shouldn't. It ended so perfectly. Yeah, I think. Yeah, but uh, no so it. good. <laughs> you know, <laughs> have our like moments of knowing what we want, intimacy wise or like sex wise or like. Yeah, yeah. It's very, um, it's like a very safe environment too, in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I totally, I totally get that. I totally yeah. love that. And then, yeah, because I, I don't feel guilty, any, you know, like, yes. <laughs> I feel like in the beginning, you're like, oh my God, I'm not dreaming about what I should be dreaming about. But then it's like, you can't control. 
And I also like, um, at least for me, I don't know about you, but anything like sex wise, there's no like awkwardness into it. Like whatever we are doing, whether it's like very like vanilla or like more on the kinky side, I'm very Mm -hmm. confident and like know what to do Mm -hmm. where in like real life, there's like so much like, at least for me, there's like a lot of like conversation. I'm just like, Oh, does that feel okay? Is this how I do it? Like a lot of like, you're taking in and out of the moment to make sure that like mm-hmm. you're one right, right. doing it right. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's like that free uh freeness to it of just like mm-hmm. this like dream. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, and the confidence of like this is a dream, so I know that nothing's gonna go wrong. <laughs> in a way. <laughs> <laughs> uh you said your husband's name is Grant. Mm-hmm. Do you tell Grant uh your stories, like your um your dreams? No. <laughs> No. Honestly, not the sex. <laughs> honestly, it's the right choice. No one actually likes to hear about like their like partner's dreams. It's just like okay, cool. Like it didn't happen. <laughs> right, yeah. I'm one of those people that's just like, and then this happened, <laughs> and it's like cool. Like I don't. It's fine. But I think you're making the right choice. I'm sure he's like, what? Why would you dream about this uh, guy you met in college a year ago? <laughs> Why is he in your head right now? Why is he and not me, the person right next yeah, to you in this bed? Yeah. <laughs> so I do want to ask, do you have any tips for being married? Like not like not even just like longevity of just like you're married. This is what uh, you should think about or something like that. Yeah, I guess it is communication. <laughs> it is like communication. <laughs> it's so it's just such a vague term, but and I'm still learning it. But it's it's like yeah, being. I guess it's like knowing. It is part of like knowing yourself first too before mm-hmm. trying to uh, do something with someone else. Um. But, you know, sometimes we, uh, knowing yourself, it takes a longer time. <laughs> so it's like the combination of knowing that you're still learning, um, but also in combination with being in a relationship that that you'll have to do together. Yeah. Um, but not putting so much pressure on the relationship and your partner of like, of of figuring yourself out as well so it's just like it's a combination but it's still like making sure you're taking care of yourself I guess in a way yeah um and then yeah the communication of just uh, yeah I think it's I think the main thing is assumption because being together for so long you will create those patterns and you will assume like what your partner would do in certain things already, but trying to know that everyone changes, you're changing, they're changing. So try not to be like, uh, oh, I don't know, like they're going to lift, they're not going to flush the toilet again. You know, like that's like a simple thing, but more like, you know, bigger things, but not trying to assume that, that they're going to have like their pattern of ways, trying to give them the benefit of doubt, I guess, um, especially with like, negative um assumptions or patterns that you pick up in like you know a 10-year relation or you know really a long one it's hard not to but like really pushing um yourself and and the way you're viewing someone to be like you know things change don't you know (laughs) 
like that. I think it's a big learning. No. And I think you do uh, a really good way of describing it too, because I can definitely like the moment you said, like, don't assume I like immediately went to times where I got like immediately pissed off because you said toilet. We like moved into, (laughs) we moved to a new apartment like a year and a half ago and the bathroom itself is smaller and he would always leave the toilet seat up. And I just got so mad and like assumed like this was like a new thing and like he wasn't listening. And I was just like, how could he not listen? When truly it's being able to stop and communicate of just like, they're not trying to purposely make you mad or that they're not um uh it's not that they're not listening but it's also something new for them and then you're so right about how like vague the term communication is because that's what everyone says right it's like communicating like you have to communicate but then they never give you like actual like key points or like bullet points Mm -hmm. or like examples and the boy that i talked about earlier about dating that was dating um he was in sex ed and I was like, Hey, what are they teaching you right now? Like in seventh grade for sex ed. And, um, he was like, well, right now they're teaching us how to communicate within fights within our friends. And I was like, I'm so, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> that's amazing. Like, yeah. I, I don't know about you, but like, I was never taught like communication in sex ed or like mm-hmm. any like health class. Yeah. And I was just like, mm-hmm. even the fact that it was, not even relationships. It was like within friends first of just like, this is great. That's great. There's yeah. so many times I don't communicate well with my friends too. So yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. It's all like internalized. And then it's, I'm always like, they should know, you know, like they're my friend or like they're my husband. They should know how I feel, you know, without me saying Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like, no, you should say it You should say it out loud. No. But also like they should know, you know, like, they should know. <laughs> Right? Yeah. That's what best friends are. They should know how to do without me saying. <laughs> there's definitely like a um I'm trying to think how to put it. Like not that they should know, but there's like and warning signs isn't the right word, but like, oh, there are these things happening that are like clues mm-hmm. to how like right. you are feeling that yeah they will probably most likely pick up on unless they're also like kind of like a little bit bogged down on other things too. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a little bit of like, you can assume, but also you can like a little, like there's like some <laughs> things, but also just like, don't assume it makes an ass out of you and me. I hate that. Fa- that My grandmother <laughs> that I hated would always say that to me and I'd be like, cool, you're an asshole. Um, but I think that's very, very wise. And I think that's very true. And I think it's a very, um, easy way to like, like kind of like lay it out of just like, you don't have to make it over convoluted. Is that, I'm not sure if I'm using the right word, but it can just be like that simple of just like communicating and just overly outwardly saying like, this is kind of like how I'm feeling because of X, Y, and Z. That's what my therapist mm-hmm. always says. She's like, you have to use I phrases, not you make mm-hmm. me feel. Yeah. I feel this way. <laughs> same. Right? Same. <laughs> um, yeah, and that's hard. It is hard. You know? <laughs> and, then, and then when they say it, when they say I feel, and then you get defensive to your life, but, I, but then you're like, oh, wait, you know, like, right, you feel like whatever you feel is valid. <laughs> I can't feeling no you shouldn't feel this way because I'm doing this right yeah I have to unclench be like okay I'm hearing you yeah cool and I know it gets very like after school special of like I hear what you said now I said this or I feel this 
but it really just kind of comes down to that. Like just the better mm-hmm. you can communicate within like your interpersonal relationships for sure. Yeah. And like the taking turns. Is yeah. Cause I, yeah, I'm always like in my head. So like, even though I feel like I'm listening, I'm still like thinking in my head and I'm not giving a hundred percent. I was like, what there? Cause it's like, yeah, I think it's part of the, yeah, I feel like maybe you could relate like part of the shyness and the quietness from like younger where you are always internalizing and you're thinking your head and you'll never like say what you think out loud. Uh, Cause you're always like, let me hold back a little bit. Um, so now it's like, now like you are able, like you have the like, to be like okay I can't like internalize anymore I just have to say how I feel because this this feeling is so strong but then that kind of is bad in a way because then now you're not really (laughs) because you're just like in your world the whole time and you're being defensive and you're you know like all of that so I kind of do both so I'm very like in my head and I'm very always like thinking about like my feelings and the feelings of like the people around me and Aaron says like I wear like everything on my sleeve. So I kind of like mm-hmm. everything just comes out all the time. And I, mm-hmm. I always want to be uh, figuring out what's the best thing or the best way to go on. Yeah, yeah. And he's kind of the exact opposite where like, if he's really overwhelmed or he's really stressed, he starts to go within like that. He becomes very mm-hmm. um, internalized. Uh, mm-hmm. So in a weird way, it kind of balances out because I can kind of tell when that's happening. and I can be like, it's time mm-hmm. for us to talk this out. Um, mm-hmm. he doesn't want to, but it's a weird combo too, to be like that fully like in your head, but then also fully saying it all, all the time. I would assume yeah. it's exhausting for my partner, but it seems to work out. Uh, cause that means we're communicating like a lot, a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. but you don't always want to be like communicating like a lot, a lot, but, <laughs> but yeah, but I definitely like know that like internalized I'm when I'm really angry, it gets like that. I get very internalized mm-hmm. and like, I don't know how to get anything out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I usually have to like walk away and like, mm-hmm. cause I don't know about Grant, but Aaron is like very, very good with words, especially when he's angry. When I'm like, I don't know any words when I'm like really angry. <laughs> Yeah, I think the same because then, uh, yeah, I, I think early on, I definitely I was just like, I know how I feel, but I can't like, yes, <laughs> yes, I, and like I know this too. You're just like, oh, like you're like, oh, like <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and then the thing about like, yeah, thinking internal because yeah, I do have like a lot of internal um, thoughts where where yeah, I. I don't like confront like I you know I guess no one likes confrontation or fights so then it's always like I am trying not to have so I'm like thinking to make sure it doesn't happen so then when it does still happens that's when I get so like angry and like frustrated like maybe it's with myself because I'm like I was making sure this doesn't happen but yeah like you know I'm like carefully trying to fit yeah it's like learning to it like it like becomes kind of like a weird like self-fulfilling prophecy almost of like I was trying to not have this happen. Now yeah, 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 yeah. I think I am gonna keep this intro outro because uh, the rain's kind of soothing. I don't know if it is for you guys. I mean, I fucking pay seventy five dollars a year for a goddamn meditation app that like you literally can just put on like rain sounds. Um, 
And if you have trouble sleeping, uh, it's a very good app. <laughs> None of this is about the episode. Go follow Angel Yao. Go look. Go look. Go watch her mini doc, The Hurtful Truth. I never told my mar- my my God. Go watch her mini doc, The Hurtful Truth. I never told my parents. Go watch her stop motion. Um, and then you know, whenever the fuck. New York City is like open, open again. Go watch her perform live. One day we'll be inside performing again. I can't imagine. It's gotten to the point where this almost feels normal. Like, because if you think about it, when this episode comes out, we're going to be nearing eight months of this, not including like January, I guess, like for when it started in, I guess, like Europe and America. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Um, I actually love, like, my favorite days in the city actually aren't the sunny days, which is why I can never do L.A. Everyone's like, it's sunny all the time. It's like, I don't want that. I want rain. I want snow. I want weird weather. Um, It's not damaging, but you know what I mean? Like, just, like, it's really dark right now, and it's, like, 12 p.m., and I love it. Sometimes you just want to be in your feelings. Isn't that a Drake song, In My Feelings? I don't know. His last album was, like, mediocre. Where where else will this outro go? Remember to like, subscribe, share, download, like my Instas, follow my Instas at Awkward Sex in the City. Uh, I'm not going to put my personal one out there just because it does. it's a public profile, but I'm just, I'm going to make you guys search for it. It's very easy to find. Um, I'll see you guys next week. Okay. Bye.